The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, today we are talking about water. More specifically, kind of based off of um, news coming out about the EPA. So the EPA proposed its first standards to make drinking water safer from, quote, forever chemicals. Which in a couple of minutes, I'll jump into health in the news. That is my health in the news. Now, that being said, um, here's what I think is always so interesting is that we've been talking about this for a while. We've been talking about filtering your water, staying away from chemicals, albeit if these, quote, forever chemicals, which we'll dive down deeper into, are coming from your water or a different source. And um, sometimes people listen and sometimes they don't. This reminded me where one of these health in the news segments even started was 10 years ago. I remember reading an article um, we had been talking for a long time about triclosan. And you might remember, you may not. But triclosan was a chemical that they put in hand soap, antibacterial hand soap. And all of this research said, hey, triclosan does not actually kill any more bacteria than just standard like warm water and standard soap. Wash them for 30 seconds. <laughs> um, but it does have a lot of effects on your hormones, right? And so people always thought that we were crazy because I would talk about how you should not do antibacterial body soap and hand soap and all of the different things because it can disrupt your hormones. Which granted, if you're just tuning in, it would make it seem a little bit wild that I'm like, your hand soap is disrupting your hormones. And then like two years later, they said, hey, uh, we realize that triclosan might not be the best. So they told all of these companies, hey, you need to bring us research. It's not even like the actual government entities were doing this. They said, hey, individual companies, you have two to three years to bring us research that shows us that triclosan as part of your um, ingredient list not only kills more bacteria than standard soap and water, but it actually does not have an effect on individuals' hormones, right? Like, just give us that information. Give them two or three years. 
what's very interesting is that these companies all had research and they presented it all to this government entity. And the government entity looked over it and said, this doesn't actually prove any of the two things that we asked. So they gave them like one or two years, I forget, to cut it all out of their, so they weren't like, hey, we know this causes it, but you two years to transition it out. You know, I think, um, what was it? Maybe like talc and baby powder was the other one. They're like, hi, this is bad. And they're like, yes. And they're like, we'll give you two years to get rid of it. And you're like, what about these two years then? You know, I can understand from like a manufacturing standpoint and a company, but like if this is something, I can't imagine that this is new information to any of them. So when you talk about this, these are things we've been talking about at Greenwood Family Chiropractic for a long time. And it does have a lot of bearing on overall health, right? Because so oftentimes we're like, hi, eat organic, don't eat glyphosate, right? which is like the chemical that they put on these conventional fruits and vegetables. And you're like, why? And they're like, it causes cancer. And then a couple of years back, they're like, hey, here's this man that sprayed a bunch of glyphosate. And they're like, oh my gosh, guess what? He has leukemia. And they're like, there's a large link. And they're like, brush it under the rug. <laughs> you know, like, so this is one when we make these little steps in terms of making lifestyle changes, it allows us to reap better health in the long run. So it might be one where you say, I don't see an immediate return on investment. But this is one where you're like, here's a little bit of forever chemicals and you're putting it in your baby's bottle, right? And you're making bottles with it and you're filling up your kids' water for sports and all of these things. You're like, for how many decades are these forever chemicals happening? And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, no big deal. But these are also, you know, this is linked to all of these other health concerns, obesity, thyroid, cholesterol, cancer, all these things. And you're like, the action steps you take now, it's not like you're going to have cancer, change your water and get rid of the cancer. The goal is to say like, hey, how do we do and take the best action steps for our health overall? So this isn't something we have to. So I'm going to give you some, uh, we're going to go through that article, but then I'm going to give you some resources as well. So let's jump into it. Let's get to some news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar Protesters a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. Today's Health in the News should be no surprise. EPA proposes first standard to make drinking water safer from forever chemicals. So the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency um, last week proposed the first national drinking water standard for forever chemicals that are dangerous to human health. The move could radically affect drinking water for nearly everyone in the United States. The new rule intends to set drinking water standards for six per and polyfluoroalkyl substances, also known as PFAS or, quote, forever chemicals. PFAS are a family of ubiquitous synthetic chemicals that linger in the environment and the human body where they can cause serious health problems. 
although there are thousands of PFAS chemicals, according to the National Institute of Health. Under the rule, water systems would have to monitor for six, right? Like good, better, best. Here's a thousand of them. We'll check for six. They did none before, so we'll take six, right? So six specific chemicals. Notify the public about PFAS levels and work to reduce them if levels go above the standard allowed. (laughs) Uh, Quote, I am thrilled to announce that EPA is taking yet another bold step to protect public health, said the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Regan at a news conference last week in Wilmington, North Carolina. Side note, which by the way, if you don't know, Wilmington, North Carolina and Camp Lejeune have all of these clash action lawsuits out for the 70s, 80s, and 90s because all of the water that those Marines consumed on base at Camp Lejeune has caused cancer. Um, They said, folks, this is a tremendous step forward in the right direction. We anticipate that when fully implemented, this rule will prevent thousands of deaths and reduce tens of thousands of serious PFAS-related illness. Reagan also proposed rule would protect the health of people for generations. He characterized PFAS contamination as, quote, one of the most pressing environmental and public health concerns in the modern world. The agency chose these chemicals because it has the clearest science about their impact on human health, and it's evaluating additional chemicals as well. The EPA proposed set limits um, allowable for these so low that they could be not easily detected. Um, So it names off all of the different types of chemicals. Um, The proposal would be the first new chemical standard that the updates the Safe Drinking Water Act since 1996. Several decades. The proposed standard would be much stricter than the EPA's suggested in 2016 when its health advisors recommended PFAS concentration in drinking water be no more than 70 parts per million. That's actually really high. In June, based on the latest science, the EPA issued health advisories and said that chemicals are much more hazardous to human health than scientists originally thought and probably more dangerous even at levels thousands of times lower than previously believed. (laughs) So they said, despite previous administrative anti-science stance, which severely restrained EPA's financial and human capital, I charged this council with undertaking a comprehensive review of the problems and identifying solutions that we can implement immediately. So in October of 2021, the EPA released the PFAS strategic roadmap. In November, the EPA shared one-year progress report and set an intentional deadline to propose this rule by the end of last year. But the proposal was going through um, a review. Now that proposed rule is out and it will be open for a period of public comment. The EPA will take those comments into consideration and issue a final decision on the rule expected later this year. Um, So (laughs) here's kind of what's interesting. Like where are these chemicals coming from? Right? Like that's always a really good question. And so manufacturing of PFAS uh, chemicals have already started to change. 
manufacturers like 3M (laughs) recently announced it would stop making them by the end of 2025. So again, several years. In a good, better, best, you're like, well, they're going to stop creating them. And you're like, that's really great. But by the way, they've known about these chemicals for decades. Um, They knew it was such a high risk to overall human health. And they say um, now it's one of those. It's it's a little bit infuriating because they're like, look at what we're doing. We're doing all of these things. You know, there are thousands of PFAS and they cause all of these problems. Right. And they're like, and now we're taking out six. But also, by the way, they're still going to be in production for the next several years. So that means that they're really, once they stop making them, they're still not going to be out of your water supply. And so what do we do? And you're like, you have to pay attention to what you're drinking now. You have to pay attention now. So um, they talked about animal studies have shown that it may affect not only the liver, the kidneys, immune system, and might be linked to cancer. So... Um, they're going on to talk about the toxin-free. So um, I'm going to take a break. We're going to hop back into how these environmental groups applaud the move. But I want you to be able, we're going to walk through how to specifically find what chemicals are in your water and what that process of getting rid of those in your water might look like next. listening to maximize your life with dr leanne we're online with life-changing results and success stories at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com you're listening to maximize your life with dr leanne hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us here's dr leanne I thought that was a 90s song. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Hootie and the Blowfish? Isn't that... What's the actual song? Mm-hmm. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Or just hop online to schedule an appointment. Greenwood familychiropractic.com that's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation today we're talking about water and forever chemicals that are in your water now when we talk about forever quote forever chemicals the reason why they say this is because um, so what they are is either per or polyfluoroalkyl substances also known as PFAS, which are forever chemicals because they linger not only in the environment, but the human body. There is an accumulation oftentimes where you will see some pretty extensive health problems. And it's not, and I think here's a problem too. It's not like, oh my gosh, I've been drinking this tap water now for years and I'm having these problems. We just, we see these problems and we're not really sure what to do with them. So we just mask them with more medication. Like we say, oh my gosh, there's this buildup of chemicals. But if your doctor doesn't know how to test you for these chemicals, then they see this health-related issue. They see this health-related issue as a symptom, right? High cholesterol or um, Crohn's or this thing. And then we're like, oh my gosh, just treat this with another medication. And you're like, 
sounds counterintuitive. <laughs> so this article talks about how the EPA is now saying, hey, we know that there are thousands of these forever chemicals, but we're going to choose six and we're going to start limiting them. And you're like, well, that's it's nice. Could it be more than six? And they're like, we're going to start with six. And you're like, and we're doing so good that we're doing this six. This uh, The announcement last week said it's historic. It's really historic and long overdue. This is the vice president of government affairs for the Environmental Working Group, uh, which is an environmental research and advocacy group. I actually, it's EWG Environmental Working Group. It's someone that we'll talk about here moving forward too. I really love and respect them. There are a lot of communities that have been exposed to these chemicals for decades. It is clear that these chemicals are toxic at a very low level, and the EPA is responding to that risk, and I think that's a huge win for public health. A new rule paired, paired with actual resources to clean up contamination and to make sure communities can test for these chemicals is an important step. We also need the polluters, those who actually cause the harm, to help pay for the cleanup. Um, the first step is... Um, acknowledging and getting rid of it so with the proposed rule the epa is catching up to 10 states so there's already 10 states that have enforceable drinking water standards for these chemicals these states are maine massachusetts michigan new hampshire new jersey new york pennsylvania rhode island vermont and wisconsin none of which friends are indiana um so they just go on to talk about well and i think um here they talk a little bit more so there's something called the amwa so it's the association of metropolitan water agencies which represents the country's largest publicly owned water utilities in the united states um, the amwa intends to provide the epa a robust set of comments to help strengthen the rules and ensure decisions are made for the best available science while taking costs into account <laughs> They added that the association is concerned about the overall operating and maintenance costs and quantified capital that drinking water utilities will have to take on to comply with the proposal, which the EPA estimates will be $772 million, according to the association. The estimate is a cost per year, according to the EPA. There is a $1.2 billion annual cost savings based on public health benefit. So they're like, hey, on the flip side of things, people will be less sick. I'm sure drug companies aren't going to love that. Uh, users will also have to reduce demand. In one instance, the U.S. Department of Defense has scheduled to get PFAS out of firefighting foam by October and to stop using all of it by October of 2024. Hundreds of military properties have been contaminated by foam used to put out jet fuel fire. And that's what got me thinking, right? Because that's kind of the end of that article. Whoops. So that's got, what got me thinking is the average person probably has no idea where these chemicals are coming from. And so I was like, let's talk about what that looks like. Um, where do they come from? Number one, we're looking, and so there's a lot, lots of different, right? And remember, there's thousands of them. We talked about firefighting foam. Um, you will find one of the highest, 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 highest amounts in your microwave popcorn bag. You know that plastic stuff that sits on the inside? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's it. 
Um, eye makeup. You'll find pizza boxes, right? So that kind of covering inside of the pizza boxes. Paints, varnishes, sealants, cleaning products, nail polishes. Um, and it's like, what do you do? Like, I have a little girl. Like, you can actually get nail polish that's PFAS free. Um, ours is seven free. So it, it is uh, lesser of the top seven most deadly chemicals. Dental floss. You wouldn't think, but such a high one. You're putting it right in your mouth. Non-stick pans. This is the easiest thing. If you have a Teflon, the non-stick pan, what you are going to do is you are going to throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. Like, oh my gosh, what about my pants? Throw it in the trash. You can do it. You can go to any store and grab a stainless steel and I'm telling you, it's a, it's a big deal. Um, Water-resistant clothing. Um, another one are going to be beauty products, shampoos more specifically, lots of them. Candy wrappers, fast food packaging and wrappers. Um, I think sadly enough, what was it? The butter company, Kerrygold more recently was like, oh man, we've got a lot of these. Taking it out, right? So they're moving in the right direction. Pesticides. This is another one. Go look. There's a new list that just came out about the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. So what we're going to do is we are going to look at those and all of the foods that are on the Dirty Dozen, you are going to buy organic. Um, And the other one is stain-resistant products. So if you're spraying that on your shoes, on your clothes, that's another really, really important aspect. But especially, too, um, what we feed and how we treat our... Um, food. So the EPA health advisory for PFAS in drinking water is 70 parts per million. Um, what they're finding is that with different food samples of non-organic foods, the FDA is now finding this in things like pan-fried catfish, um, shrimp, tilapia, um, so a lot of the more like farm-raised um, so you, there, there's one that you've, you've got to start looking at, like, how do we get these out? Cause you're not going to be able to get them out of everything. Like there are some things that are a little bit outside of your control. So it's just saying, okay, where is this? And it truly is a big deal. And looking at, is this toxic to our health? PFAS are persistent, they're bioaccumulative and they're toxic. And so what I think was really interesting is that especially with Teflon, they were looking at the amount of PFOAs, which is another, like, there's different kind of acronyms for all of them because of they're very complex. Um, they talked about how in the 1940s, DuPont revealed how harmful that these PFAS could be and how it was emitting from their factory. Um, and it was getting in the air to the Ohio River and into the from the 1950s to the early 2000s, and eventually it reached the drinking water supply. So again, problematic. The lawsuit, which led to DuPont settling 3,500 personal injury cases for the amount of $670 million. Um, there's a really interesting film. It's called Dark Waters. There was another one on Netflix. I can't remember the documentary name off the top of my head, but there's another one too. Um, but here's another one where they talk about the exposure. They found that with 69,000 people living near this DuPont plant, they found that there was a link between six disease processes, high cholesterol, ulcerative colitis, thyroid disease, testicular cancer, kidney cancer, and pregnancy-induced hypertension. 
They were talking about how it could affect the immune system. Um, it talks about low birth weights, birth defects, delayed development, um, newborn deaths. <laughs> it's just, it's all over the place. And you're just like, we just see this amount. And you're just like, but it's no big deal, right? Like, I'm going to drink all the water. And you're like, this is ha having massive, massive reduction. So when you want to talk about, is tap water toxic? I mean, the EPA literally right now is saying, yes, 100% it is. So here's how you can check to see. So if you go to the EWG.org, EWG.org, so it's Environmental Working Group, they have a subsidiary called Tap Water Database. What you can do is you can type in your zip code and see. So I kind of um, just asked some of the people in studio here for the radio that live in the Indianapolis area. So for example, Citizens Water, which serves Indianapolis, it serves almost 1 million people. I was like, you would probably be a good one to talk to the masses, right? So what they found is that in total, there are 32 total contaminants in the tap water. Um, the legal limits, so the EWG kind of sets their limits, um, which would be um, if, so the legal limit for contaminants in tap water have not actually been updated in almost 20 years. So they've kind of set there's a legal limit, but in a lot of those, the legal limit is either somewhat out of date because it is, you know, looking at decades old um, and they haven't been updated for the guidelines or there's just no legal limit, which I think is crazy. Now, that being said, um, when you look at, for example, some of these, it looks at arsenic, right? So a potential effect of arsenic in your water is cancer. Uh, Indianapolis water, 41 times the uh, EWG health guidelines. Um, atrazine, harmful to developing fetuses, three times EWG guideline. It looks at Haloacidic acids, there's different types of them. Potential effect, again, is cancer. Um, 381 and 550 times the amount. There's no legal limit set for some of them. When you look at kind of just the health danger, so many of these are cancer. And you look at like one in two men, uh, one in two women, one in three men, I think statistically now get cancer. If you're like 50% or 35 plus percent rate of getting cancer, it's like, well, you're putting these toxins in your body all day, every day. And so that's really where it becomes more problematic is you're like, there are so many nitrates and nitrates, six times the limit. Um, again, potential effect is cancer. Radium, potential effect, 20 times the legal limits. Um, more trihalomethanes, again, potential effects, cancer, 324 times um, the health guideline. And so it's so many dangerous potential. And we're like, hey, so then you've got this doctor, right? Like Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, Maximize Your Life, heard every Saturday on Freedom 95, right? Who's telling you like, you need to drink more water. You need to drink more water. And so what's happening is you're consuming hundreds, hundreds of ounces a week, right? So like in the average month, if you're drinking a little bit less than a gallon a day, you're having you know, 25 gallons a month of this contaminated 
water that we know leads to all of these problems. And so the answer is not to say, hey, well, I'm going to stop drinking water. It's looking at, so what are the alternatives and how do we ensure that our waters are clean? You know, I looked at through here, um, Indianapolis, uh, this is EWG, toxic PFAS chemicals found in tap water in 31 states and D.C. Brunswick County, North Carolina is one of the highest. Um, and again, we know that with all, a lot of the class action lawsuits that come from the military, Wilmington, North Carolina, the Quad Cities. I lived in there for like a decade of my life and I'm positive in college I was not drinking good, healthy, clean, filtered water. But they go down and saying like, hey, the EWG limit on this is one part per million. The EPA currently before all of this was at 70. Where did we fall in Indianapolis? You know what I mean? Like we're creeping up there in terms of um, where that should be in your life, but you're consuming this on a daily basis. Your body's not getting rid of it. So it's building up over and over and over again. So when you say, what is the best water to drink? And what does that mean if I'm filtering my water to all of its minerals? And we'll talk about that next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Videos, tips, deals, and more. Find Greenwood Family Chiropractic on Instagram. Here's Dr. Leanne. Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853. Check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That is greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we are talking about water and forever chemicals that might be in your water. Now this is one where... You will hear me talk often about water and hydration and, you know, why we don't drink out of plastic water bottles. I, this is interesting. I saw an article, I read, I read an article more recently that said if the, if you were to drink out of like the average person that drinks out of water bottles drinks almost a credit card worth of plastic each year. And I'm like, oh, wow, um, because it's a lot. And it's not something that you um, necessarily like think about that often. And so it's just one of those aspects. Now, what do we do in our home, right? So when you're looking at number one, where are these sources coming from? We eat organic whenever we possibly can. I would say the one more consistent non-organic, more conventional food that we end up doing are avocados. Though Those avocados are on the clean 15 list. So if you think in your brain, oh my gosh, like I'm on a budget and I can't eat organic all the time. First thing to change are your meats and your dairies. The second thing is look at what's on that clean 15 and the dirty dozen. And that is what you're going to choose to eat organic. Uh... The pans that we have are stainless steel. 
back in the day. I had those other ones and oh man, I tell you what, like they're just, they're so incredibly toxic. And again, these stay with you forever. So when you're like, oh my gosh, what is going on from a health-related issue? Like we see a thyroid problem and the first thing that we say is not like, oh my gosh, are you cooking with toxic cookware and washing your hair with like awful shampoo and just eating a bunch of conventional food? We're like, oh my gosh, your thyroid shutting down? Here's a pill. Here's a pill. Good luck to you. Or we say, hey, it's not necessarily in like the super out of range. So we're just going to sit and watch it. Like we're going to wait until it goes it gets worse over the next couple of years and then we'll treat it with a medication. Like nothing actually gets rid of the cause. So if you're just tuning in, we talked a little bit earlier about if you want to see your area, what your water looks like, if you go to ewg.org and look at the tap water database, you can actually type in your zip code and it'll show you what the municipal water supply is. Ours is not great. Here's the second thing that kind of weirds me out a little bit is that we personally are on a well. I know what a well is and what it does and and how it works and all of the things. Wonderful. I know that if I was to ever look inside of that well, I would probably never uh, use any water that came from our house. So we have a lot of filters that happen in our house. Like, (laughs) um, Like we have a UV filter that filters our water, but more specifically, what we have is reverse osmosis. Now, this is controversial, right? Because there are a lot of people who say, well, I have a um, whatever Brita tap water filter. The problem with that, most people don't realize, is that those are activated carbon filters, Typically, those filter out mostly sediment. So like tangible sediment that you can see. Maybe a couple other things, but that's it. Um, Ion exchange filters also don't do that. Here's where I would say the, um, the biggest controversy comes from is that people are really sold on countertop Berkeys. I'm not here to fight with all of you people, but here's what, because uh, the Berkey community is very intense. Here's what I want you to think about if you are part of that Berkey community. You say, hey, we're going to filter out stuff. We're going to filter out fluoride, because we already talked about how um, fluoride is, is a neurotoxin. It is not needed. Um and we're going we're gonna to filter out arsenic and we're going to filter out chloroform and we're going to filter out uh, hexavalence, which is kind of like uh, gasoline derivatives-ish, not really, but by all of these bad things, we're going to talk, we're going to filter it, but don't worry, we're not going to filter out the um, trace minerals. And you're like, help, help me explain. Because the other thing too is that Berkey is not NSF certified. And so I, I think that's just interesting because they're like, hey, let's do let's do some like real accredited third party testing. And Berkey's like, no, 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 I will provide you with that documentation. And that's why they can't get NSF certified. So you're like, well, you have this Berkey and you're like, is it really filtering out what it says it filters out? And there were some lawsuits and it was for, you know, supposed third party. In my brain, 
I'm trying to think about molecularly how they're like, oh my gosh, just to let you know, it filters out all of the bad stuff, all of the bad stuff, but it leaves in all the good. And you're like, how does that work? Because reverse osmosis, right? Like it's pitfall, quote, if you will, is that it filters out everything. Filters out all the good and all of the bad. And in my brain, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Right? Like you just filter out everything. And you're like, but then you have to add back in trace minerals. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Now, this is one that I don't particularly love the more common. I think it's called concentrates. It's trace minerals. It's kind of that blue bottle. Here's why it's not my favorite. Um, one, I personally, and this is a personal preference, so if you don't agree with that, that is fine. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I hate how it tastes. It's, I think it tastes awful. Uh, here's the other thing that I think is kind of interesting is the lithium that's in there. I had some fellow um, practitioners, husband and wife, and they did some functional medicine testing. Um, She tested, he tested. He got his test back first. And she looked and his lithium was really high. And she's like, I always knew you were crazy. And then a couple of days later, um, they got hers back and her lithium was also high. And that's what they had traced it back to, right? Like, So our source that I find that I prefer more is more of a fulvic or a humic acid source. Um, When you look at that and what that means in terms of trace metal, number one, oftentimes a lot of um, like good, healthy salt, right? Like not not the... um, standard table salt but like celtic sea salt has a lot of those trace minerals in it so i am not afraid i am like a salty human not just with my attitude um my husband says but but also like i i like salts i sweat a lot i exercise a lot um so that's one where humic and fulvic acid now when we talk about humic and fulvic acid what those things are So fulvic acid is one component of humus. Uh, Humus, not to be confused with hummus. Uh, Humus is made up of many organic compounds found in the earth's soil, rocks, and sediments and bodies of water. Fulvic acid is created by gradual decomposition of certain plants and animals by the action of microorganisms. So um, fulvic and other humic acids are kind of yellow-brown in substance, um, But they include trace minerals, electrolytes, silica, probiotics. So these are ones that that's where I end up getting more of my source. I put it in my water. I put it in my kid's water. I do put it in my husband's water, even though he is a grown adult. Um, (laughs) A couple months back, um, he's like, can you fill up my water? And I said, sure, absolutely. And so I filled up his water. And um, he had seen that I had put this in there. And he goes, what is that? And I said, oh, it's just stuff I put in your water. And he's like, you always put that in my water? And I say, I sure do. (laughs) And he's like, do I taste it? I'm like, I have done it for about a year and a half, two years now. And you haven't said anything because I'm pretty sure we're we're pretty good. So there are capsule forms that you can do of it too through like Cellcor, um, but even what they used to call dirt water, which is now ion water, is a fulvic source. Um, there's different types that you can go through. So those are ones where I'm like, you know what? I'm okay adding that back in because I don't trust someone saying, hey, it's like the drug companies. You're like, hi, 
Um, just want to let you know this is totally safe and effective. And then someone comes in and says, hey, can I just do some research? And they're like, absolutely no, it's proprietary. And so you can't. And you're like, so I'm just supposed to trust what you say? And they're like, yeah, totally. It only filters out the bad and not any of the good. And I'm just like, I don't know if I all the way buy into that. So I don't know. Someone can show me different. I'm sure I'll get a lot of angry Berkey emails. And it's fine, right? Like, this is my opinion. This is my radio show. So if you're mad about it, it's fine. You can email somebody else. Um, no, but that's, I always appreciate you listening. It's just one like, that's my personal opinion, right? Like I do reverse osmosis. It was literally when we moved into our house five years ago, it was the first thing that we did before we got anything else or there was tons of updating that we need to do in the house. The first thing that we did is we got, and it's not something that has to be like overly expensive. You can go to any of the like, box stores, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, you can get an under the sink uh, five stage system for around two, three hundred dollars. If you want to get it installed, it'll take a little bit more. We got ours installed just because we needed to put a pump and it had to go underneath the floor because I wanted our fridge water and ice to be reverse osmosis, right? Like I wanted it all the sorts of clean. And I feel really good about that, right? And so those are ones where if you're like, if you're really into a different water, that's okay, right? That's okay. We can agree to disagree. But what I would tell you is that that filtration process in getting rid of these forever chemicals for a long-term health-related issues is really one of the most important things you can do. So those are ones we can, we always test in the office. Some people don't know that we do functional medicine testing. So MTBE, right? It's a gasoline preservative. It's one of the things that the metabolomics tests for in our office. Like what does that look like? Can we do things to help open up your detoxification pathways to start getting rid of some of that toxic load, right? High arsenic. That's something that we look for at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. 317-893-2853. Schedule an appointment online. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Thank you so much for tuning in. Looked forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on.